I'm Deacon Mark Aislin, and this is my reflection for May 16, 2020, Saturday of the fifth week of Easter. While the Gospel reading from yesterday's Mass centered on Jesus' exhortation to love one another as I love you, today's Gospel takes a chillier turn with if the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. I can be a little uncomfortable with Gospel criticisms of the world, probably because I've always felt like a product of the world and its culture. So let's unpack this word. What is it that Jesus is really saying about the world and our relationship to it? The world in the context of the community of John, the gospel writer, most likely referred not to the Roman Empire or to creation at large, but rather to the larger Jewish community within which they were an ostracized and even persecuted sect. These Jews, as reflected in the gospel narrative, were offended by Jesus' claim of divinity, suggested by his use of God's self-referential name, I Am, and his claims to be the conduit to the Father. The persecutions of the disciples of Jesus are a consequence, Jesus says, of their acceptance of him as incarnate word and their relationship to the Father through him. Those who reject Jesus, and so his disciples, respond with the ways of the world, with hatred and violence. If that was the world for the community of John and the context of the gospel, what does it mean for us? We should be careful not to use it for ill-considered sectarianism, simply to describe, absent actual persecution, other religious groups and atheists as the world in opposition to Christians. That can lead to a kind of triumphalism and inappropriate pride. Nor should we tread the path of Gnosticism and reject the world as everything that is not, in our view, holy and good. Such perspectives marginalize and lead us to hate what we don't like about perceived enemies or the material nature of creation. They don't target the ways of the world that are inconsistent with Christ's command to love. St. John Paul II gives us insight into such ways of the world when he talks about the culture of death. He describes that culture as actively fostered by powerful cultural, economic, and political currents, which encourage an idea of society excessively concerned with efficiency. He continues, a person who, because of illness, handicap, or more simply just by existing, compromises the well-being or lifestyle of those who are more favored, tends to be looked upon as an enemy to be resisted or eliminated. Haven't we seen this in the context of the pandemic, in the temptation to sacrifice the health of the vulnerable on the altar of personal lifestyle and liberties? How does Jesus ask us to respond to such ways of the world? Certainly not with hatred or pride. Rather, the example of Jesus' life and death shows us that the right path involves suffering and humility, our own, not our enemies. By dying on the cross, he indicates that the sacrifices can be great. By dying on the cross, he also showed that his response to hate was a tremendous act of love. This is clearly not the way of the world, which is so ready to respond to insults with injuries and to violence with greater violence. It is the way of God, who loves the world, who calls each of us to love God and, however hard and disagreeable, one another.